Oh boy, we're back. Okay. Welcome, everyone, one and all, to The Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, great podcaster Callie, and let me tell you something. I recently heard a beautiful bell that rang from a high schooler named Suzu, who is really Kaho Nakamura, and oh boy, can that woman sing. So what am I talking about? Well, I am talking about the 2021 film, Bell, directed by Mamoru Hosoda, who directed films like Mirai, The Boy and the Beast, Wolf Children, Summer Wars, etc. Oh wait, didn't he? He also did the Digimon movie, the I think the first Digimon movie, which is pretty dope, even though I never kept up with Digimon. But yeah, Trailblazer. And Belle follows Suzu, a teenager who lost the ability to sing when she was younger because her mom passed away after doing some very heroic things, well, a very heroic thing. And one day she joins this social media platform titled You, not Y-O-U, just You. And it scans biometrics and it makes this avatar for every person who joins and she gets this beautiful avatar based off of a picture that was taken with her and this other girl so i don't know how that worked but somehow it worked and we got an actual freaking disney princess which wow we'll get into that in a minute because she got this avatar she is able to sing again and she basically becomes an overnight sensation and yeah that's about all i can say other than the fact that beyond her overnight sensation things get really deep really fast it's not just about a girl who sings which i kind of knew that going in but it was really interesting to just see how that went so yeah you're you're gonna get your money's worth uh spoiler alert i really did like this movie actually i would go as far as to say i love it and let me tell you why suzu is described as mousy by her best friend and that's pretty true she's a very sullen girl she doesn't seem like she has that much going for her at least in her mind and she's kind of sad to follow but you know you hope that things will work out well for her and then of course she has the bell avatar and she has to deal with a lot of things that go with that like cyberbullying and of course sensationalism but between that she also has a strained relationship with her father who doesn't really know how to deal with having a child after his wife has passed away and he's not in the film that much, but he's actually a very interesting character to think about. And yeah, for all future stay-at-home dads, which, I mean, he works, but me being a future stay-at-home dad, I'm taking notes about how to care for my child. Then there's also her childhood friend Shinobu, who is kind of like her guardian. After her mom passed away, he decided to look after her and it seems like it kind of strains her to think about, but he's very diligent in his 
quote-unquote protection of her. And then there is her best friend, Hiroka, who is the one who I said described her as mousy and a freckled-faced nobody, if I'm remembering that correctly. I mean, she, she's a jerk, but she's also really funny. She's also very tech-savvy, which helps Belle develop as an avatar, as a character in You. After I made friends with 90s anime fashion, I really started looking more closely at the way that characters are dressed in anime. And oh my goodness, Belle, the way that Belle dresses, of course, you know, when you are in a virtual space, you have the room to make your characters look however you want. But Belle has an entire design team around her just for her outfits for the performances that she takes on. So you have things like her and just a, a jacket and a gown. I mean, she has so many gowns. She she is the epitome of elegance and grace and style all around. Pure, good, great style. She is incredible to watch. And she has this pink hair and she also has these freckles. She has freckles in real life and those translated into her avatar in you. And it's just, it's a beautiful character design and her, her outfits are one of the key highlights of this movie. I mean, she just kills it. The design team behind Belle's outfits, they deserve a raise. They deserve a higher credit score. They deserve to be able to buy houses and have their criminal records cleared if they have one. The next thing that I think is really worth talking about are the songs that are sung in the film. All songs are sung by Belle. There are no other characters who sing. Of course, there's the score, which is magnificent. But the actual songs that Belle sings, they have this really complex, and I'm saying complex because I'm just not used to this in media, but the songs actually have bearing on the plot. One of the first songs that Belle sings when she is introduced into You, she's singing about how she's lost, how Suzu is lost after the death of her mother and what it's like trying to find her voice again and how her mother was her guide. I mean, her mother is what got her into music. The song gave me chills to listen to. I mean, I've been listening to Belle, the artist on Spotify, for weeks, and I have never gotten tired of all the songs that she sings. But watching it on screen, it was... Oh my goodness, it was just one of the most impressive and one of the most heart-wrenching, but also beautiful things I have ever seen slash heard. That audio-visual combination, it almost blew my brain up, exploded it, and then it would have fixed it. Yeah, it, it would have fixed it. Bell understood the assignment, and the reason of course, that Belle is such a great singer is because of Kahu Nakamura, because she is 
probably one of the most expressive singers that I have heard in a very long time. I remember when I first saw a five-minute MV for Belle, I thought to myself, wow, she kind of sounds like if Florence Welch from Florence and the Machine had a more powerful voice or even more powerful than it is. But then I thought to myself, Nakamura is in a league of her own. I started listening to some of her other music. She has this really passionate, playful tone, but when she has to get serious, when she has to get in the zone, she is in the zone. And it is one of the dopest things that I have ever heard. And I mean, I listen to a lot of music. I'm not just a Young Gravy fan, but... I'm mainly a Young Gravy fan. That's neither here nor there. There are a lot of talented singers, and Nakamura is probably, after this film, one of the ones that has impressed me the most and who I'm keeping an eye out for from here on out. Well, I guess from October or November on out. Okay. Now, I know y'all have been waiting on this one. We gotta talk about the animation. I guess I should preface it by saying this. Y'all know how much I love Violet Evergarden. It's my favorite anime of all time. But this, Belle, is the most beautiful piece of animation I have ever seen. I mean, it blows Violet Evergarden out of the water. Hosoda Studio Chizu is just, it's incredible. It's Chizu is the studio that Hosoda started way back when. And the thing is, his style has only gotten better. The things that you see from Studio Chizu, the character designs, the backgrounds, just the overall animation is so incredible. And I just love watching it every time. But it doesn't stop there. Of course, you know, Hosoda, he's practically mastered 2D animation at this point. But let me tell you, this was such an ambitious project for him. He outsourced. It's not just Studio Chizu this time. He went to an Irish animation studio called Cartoon Saloon, who they are responsible for some of my favorite animated films of all time, including Song of the Sea, The Secret of Kells, the Breadwinner, and the incredible Wolfwalkers. If you haven't seen Wolfwalkers, please go watch it. But what they did was they had them tackle what the world of you was going to look like. And, I mean, just the CG and the design between all aspects of you. They, they just... Oh my goodness, I, I cannot fan out enough about how gorgeous and how incredible this world of you looks and just the the 3d cg animation that goes into it they knock that out of the park too but that's not it when you watch bell and when you see the actual character of bell you might think well this this looks anime but it also looks like disney there's a reason behind that. Veteran Disney animator and character designer Jean Kim 
did the character design for Belle. Belle has this long pink hair. She 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 does. She looks like an actual Disney princess or a Disney character. And I I would argue better than. I'm pretty sure Kim worked on films like Tangled and Frozen and I I love Disney with all of my heart. Frozen 2 is one of my favorite films, not just animated films, but films of all time. Show yourself. <laughs> anyway. The fact that they that Hosoda got Kim to work on the character of Belle, I mean, just character design wise, dare I say, flawless. The freckles, the makeup, again, the hair, the eyes, some of the most beautiful eyes I have seen. And you know, if you've been around here long enough, that I love eyes. Not just Eyes Wallenstein from Don Machi, but also like eyes that are in people's heads. And yes, just Belle is so beautiful and great. Way better than Belle Crannell, am I right? Sorry, I'm I am still very bitter about Don Machi's animation. Going back to Don Machi one more time. But that's it. That's the last time that we're gonna talk about Don Machi in this episode. Probably. Hosoda also hired actual architects to work on the structures of the film. So the different buildings, he had he outsourced that too. He wanted this film to be the best film that he has worked on. And in terms of animation, he actually did kill it. I mean, he, he, oh my. Look, I try not to get so excited about these things, but I can't help it. When I see good animation, I see really good animation. And that's what we have here. We have, again, the best piece of animation I have ever seen, at least in the 21st century. No, ever. I'm going to say ever. Between Western animation, Eastern animation, all animation, this is the best. Is it the best movie? No. Is it the best looking? Yes. And that actually gets me into my feelings, I guess I should say. But really, it just leads me into the gripes I have with the movie. And... The main gripe that I have with the movie is that the message seems a bit muddled after the first viewing. So what I'm trying to figure out by watching this, is social media bad or is it good? Because it seems like a lot of bad things happen via social media. You know, people not being them true selves and, of course, cyberbullying. But also, social media kind of saves the day. I mean, of course, you know, this is Suzu's journey. And this is how Suzu grows as a character. But you can't deny the impact that social media has on the ultimate resolution of the film. Which, believe it or not, actually isn't a spoiler. Because, and this gets into my other semi-gripe it's not really a big gripe but there are a lot of different plot points in this film and that's not necessarily a bad thing but it's a lot to process i mean 
we go through probably three or four different plots. One of which being a Beauty and the Beast plot, which is why the character is named Belle. Because the original Japanese title is, I believe, The Dragon and the Freckled Princess. And yeah, they're basically just going for a, oh, you're a beast, I'm Belle, and we are going to figure out this, could you call it a relationship? I'm not going to go there. But it's actually probably one of the weaker points, which it's still really well executed. So that's not saying much. Honestly, it's impressive that that is what the low point would be, is it's copying of a classic story, which, I mean, it take well, I'm not going to say copy. It does take its own route with it, and I appreciate what it did. But when you have so much going on, again, it's a lot to process. The movie is a little over two hours long, and it, it doesn't feel like it, but there's just so much going on. And there's also this this kind of feeling that you you think you know where the story is going to go. You feel like you're just getting into one plot point before it takes a left turn. And it says, all right, we're going to focus on another plot point, And we may or may not go back to what it is that we were talking about. Sometimes this works. But in one or two instances, it just leaves you a bit frustrated. But that's just me. I mean, overall, this is still probably one of my favorite films of all time. And I, I have zero problem saying that I recommend this film to any and everybody. Please, please go see Belle when it comes out in theaters and IMAX. It comes out in a special preview screening in IMAX on January 12th, 2022. And then starting January 14th, 2022, it'll be in theaters. I'm not sure exactly how that'll work, if it's going to be a Fathom event or if it's going to just actually be in theaters, because I'm not used to anime films coming out on Fridays. But please go see it. It's, it's just so beautiful, and I cannot stress that enough. Despite my little gripes, this film is still a solid 9.5 out of 10 for me. And yes, please, please watch Belle. I, I need people to talk to about it. Only one of my friends has seen Belle. And a lot of my social media friends, I have been hounding them for months. Like, hey, are you going to go see Belle when it comes out? Are you going to go see Belle when it comes out? Guys, look. I saw Belle. And... As much as I told you I was going to love it before I watched it, I love it now even more. So yeah, G-Kids, you picked one heck of a project to pick up and distribute. Honestly, I hope that this wins the Academy Award for Best Picture. Well, either this or Jose the Tiger and the Fish, because... I'm not going to lie, Jose the Tiger and the Fish is not just my favorite animated film, but my favorite film of 2021. So, you know, with that being said, thank you so much for listening. I've noticed that we've had a nice little uptick in growth. Well, I have, this show has, 
And I just want to say thank you to everyone who is supporting what it is that I'm doing. I'm having the time of my life watching stuff and actually being able to talk to people about it. I've made a lot of friends doing this and it's just it's just been so much fun. So thank you so much. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so on Instagram at AnimeAlphaGoat. And if you want to talk to me about anime via email or give me recommendations, you can do so by emailing me at ouranimehome at gmail.com. Also, I, I think I made a Twitter. I'm going to have to go back and check, but I am terrible at Twitter, so I, I don't know. Probably did, probably didn't. Uh, but if I did, you can probably find it at our anime home as well but the first two that i mentioned are probably the better way to get in contact with me because i'm on instagram like all the time when i'm not watching anime so with that being said thanks again for listening and i am out <laughs>